Hello. Hi, and welcome to Hopefully You Don't Break Up. I'm Julia Rossi. And I'm Will Miles. And today on the show, we, are we joined have by Jordan Hendren CV. And Anna Seconds before she asked to get yeah. for the name again. I have a terrible memory, and I haven't even smoked or done it. It just, yeah. It's just yeah. a bad memory. I really do. It's funny, because Will smokes way more weed than I do, and... That's absurd. Has a... <laughs> I know your mom. Hi, Terry. Hey, mom. Uh, I, don't smoke, I don't smoke that much. His mom, at request, do <laughs> we not talk about weed as much on the podcast, and then I open up with that. But, um... And your memory is better than mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all I'm at. I, I remember names... And faces, but never can link them together. So I'll be like, I know this guy, Will Miles, and you'll be yeah. like, Yeah, that's me. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, because I think, as she was telling me, she saw you the other day. She was like Jordan. I was like ah, uh. and then I she showed me a picture. I was like, oh, Jordan Hendren C. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, like, oh, I only know him as three names, also. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for doing the podcast, guys. Yeah. Um, so, well, I don't know. I guess we start with how you guys met. Ooh, how we met. We met online. We met Yeah, yeah. Really? Tinder. How long ago? Yeah, uh, almost four, four years. years ago. Yeah, almost four Tinder? years. Tinder? Yeah. yeah. And you're married? Yeah. Nice. nice. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it so works. funny because I feel like a lot of people, not that you did this, but whenever we've had people on or my people at parties that met on Tinder, they're always like, I know it's really... And it was really odd, and I'm like, it's not that odd. It's very common. Yeah. 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 The other, I think a bigger reason, too, is we knew we had mutual friends, and that made it, like, oh. it wasn't just a random, but we saw, like, we, we, we had... We had one mutual, yeah, comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mutual friends. Are you a comedian as well? No. Okay, so Jordan's a comic. Yeah. What do you do? Um, I'm a writer, and I work nice. for a humanitarian aid foundation. Oh, nice. sweet. She yeah. does good things for good people. Yeah. 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 Do you want to give the aid foundation yeah. a shout-out, or no? Yeah. Yeah, so it's the Unstoppable Foundation. Okay. Um, and we, our focus is creating sustainable, um, uh, commun- uh, sustainable development in um, communities, primarily in East Africa. Awesome. So nice. we're working in Kenya. It's a really great organization. I'm yeah. like, you don't need to plug your comedy stuff. Let's just get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but it is cool what they do because they like instead of just like blanket giving money, they like focus on individual communities and like stay with them for the long term That's and awesome. kind of yeah. continually like help them grow and stuff. And so it's like, okay, now they have water. What's next? Now we're gonna work on like education and stuff like that. Yeah. Isn't it crazy to be That's like, let's cool. just start with water? And it changes it but so that, much for them. Yeah, much. I know, yeah. but that that. That's even yeah. like uh, I, yeah. I mean I know that's also the case in parts of the U.S. Yeah. But um, yeah. so you meet on Michigan. Tinder four years ago, and then what? Uh, we started dating. I was still in Portland at the time, um, and then and you were where in Boston? Okay, yeah, okay. And then moved to Boston. Uh, we moved in together maybe a year after. Something like that, yeah, because it was like six months long distance. Yeah. But it didn't really feel like that because he was coming in for comedy all the time. Yeah. Oh, was, so you were in town, so I was like, how did your Tinder get somebody across the country? Right, but yeah, yeah no, I was uh, I was in Portland, Maine, not Portland, Oregon. Oh, Portland, oh right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another yeah. one. Yeah. I forget. I'm like, I forgot how we. Well, you can really open up that thing on Tinder and just really <laughs> yeah. swipe. And I've heard that, right? Can't you set like a setting? For, I don't think it goes. I think maybe 100 miles oh, is the, okay, is okay. the most it goes. Again, where I know you're from Portland, Maine. 
Like, yeah. I'm from Boston. Yeah. I know you're from Boston. I also did Kundalini yoga this morning, and it, I don't know if you've ever done it, but it's like very chanty, trippy. It makes you feel like you're on drugs, but naturally. That's like recommend. the repetitious type yoga? You do a lot of like, like there's like breath of fire, like you do like, like, like breathing oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. It was a really bad example. Um, and <laughs> it's like weird. It's, there's a whole you science. Bumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole science to it, and I really love any type of yoga or meditation that explains the scientific, like yeah. why X does Y. So that's why I really like it. But it does. I had to stop doing it like right before a show because I would like take a class at seven and then have a show at nine and just get on stage and be like, hey, be like, yeah, hey, spaced man, and yeah, isn't life cool? <laughs> Um anyway, but I guess it fucks with my memory too. But I um so you so you're going out of Boston, you meet, you start dating, and yeah. then you move in together. In and Boston? Yeah, in a yeah. place in Boston. Yeah, so you briefly I for lived, a few months you were in like this. <laughs> it was basically a flop house. Uh, <laughs> who else there I guess in Boston? Yeah, it was the first place I moved into with a bunch of other comics and uh, it was no locks on the door third floor because they had lost the key years ago and they were just like it's a numbers game somebody would have to walk all the way up here and find to us the front, and, like to the apartment there was no lock to, to anything like yeah you walk in what, and then really? and then it's three <laughs> flights up and we were the top floor and you could just walk into our door yeah uh, your bedroom door didn't have a lock yours was like it was an old kitchen, kitchen. no like... it was the old dining room so it just had the swinging door <laughs> what what's part of Boston yeah Union Square Somerville oh shit Oh, yeah. wow. How yeah. many comics? There was three comics and then one other dude. One other guy was an x-ray technician, and he just happened to live there. But uh. it, was, it was $300 a month. Did he do stand-up MRIs? Or... <laughs> nice, nice. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. Thank you. Three hundred a person or three hundred overall. Three hundred a person. Okay. Just put the money in an envelope and slip it under the bottom, you know, bottom apartment door at the wow. first of the month. No questions asked. I didn't sign anything to move in there. Wow. I just one guy left and I moved right in. Did the first floor and second floor people care that there was no lock on the door either? You well, they all... had locks on their doors. Ours, it was just like you forgot the key. Comics had been the there for so long and switched it over that yeah. at some point the key got lost and just nobody had a key to it. We could have just gone and bought a new thing but for some reason nobody did yeah because you're an idiot dude yeah <laughs> i've been in a there's a place like that where i've lived yeah yeah <laughs> it's, I have to say uh, this it's is, insane i am enjoying this episode because i think we've had a handful of chicago people on yeah and then will and the chicago people will kind of like jerk each other off about how great Chicago is. So it's kind of a delight to have some Bostonians on for a change and be like, what's up, Boston? Yeah, yeah. Um, And we went to Chicago. We did uh, a weekend there. And I think they're very comparable. Chicago's bigger. all the time. But as far as like percentage of shows that happen every night, oh, like easy to get around the city and do multiple yeah. things. And a, that's why a our big, scenes are good, I think. And I think a big demographic of like sports bros and way all different people because all the colleges and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, you get the sports bros, but then you get the weird math people and and then the hardcore townie locals and stuff. And but yeah. Will, you said you think it's more segregated in Boston or more racist. I think it's more segregated in Chicago, more racist in Boston. Yeah. Weirdly. Yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's kind of segregated in Boston. It is, but because of the universities, yeah. it doesn't seem yes, that way. That's it. it yeah. seems like it's like a, you know, uh, hands around the world 
thing happening in yeah. every cafe that you go yeah. into. But we lived in Cambridge, which is very that was, yeah. yes. That's true, all yeah. different types of people, artsy and like right in between MIT and Harvard. So we lived more in that world. If we lived in Southie, that's yeah, like it's a little different. The, the frat party. Yeah. yeah. But I also yeah. came from Maine, too, so having like three black people in a nation yeah. for me is like, this place is diverse. <laughs> well, so <laughs> I grew up in Belmont, Massachusetts, okay, yeah. so right outside of Cambridge. Yeah. But, and like my sister right now lives in Bedford, and I do think like Belmont, Bedford, Arlington, Lexington. They're very they're, white. Well, they are, but it's, this, Romney, but right? it's yeah. very, um, <laughs> it's it, it, it sort of reminds me of um, if you're if you're casting, if you're doing casting for like a movie, be like, okay, we need to get at least one Indian family, oh, at yeah. least one black <laughs> yeah, family. Because, yeah, yeah. like, I'll go to, like, my niece's dance recitals, and I'm like, okay, there's the Asian dancer, there's the Indian, you know, there's, yeah, like, one yeah. to just, so that no one can say they're too white. <laughs> right. But, but then it was weird for the me. The neighborhood's because, getting together. Yeah. Like, Let's let one in. <laughs> Guys, we're me. way too white. <laughs> and we talked about this before, too, but because I was raised by Italian immigrants, which I know is technically Caucasian, I still didn't feel yeah. bad. Belmont white. You're still immigrant mentality. Yeah. But I, I always say I, I have almost the best of both worlds because I could probably go to like Dorchester. Well, I know Dorchester's different now, but yeah. like Mattapan. Not really. And depending on what I'm wearing, people would be like, she's Hispanic? And like no one would bother yeah, me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I could go to Belmont and like they're on a polo and they're like, she's white, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Anywho. What's funny is though. <laughs> They'll probably think you're you the might racial be. ambiguity. Yeah. Julia Rossi. Yeah, it's creeping me. Yeah. <laughs> I identify with nothing. No, right. I'm just kidding. I don't know what I'm even saying. Um, that was very privileged. <laughs> probably. I'm just. Making it's a an different kind of white privilege when you're like, I can not even be white sometimes. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But anyway, okay. So back to you guys. Um, so you move in after a year and like. A year. Married. Visiting yeah. back and forth, right? And then when did you get married? We got married uh, um, this Which past you May. Said November the other day. Yeah, I don't know why. For some reason, November, like, just, I have no significance to that month whatsoever. But I just but said yes. November. Uh, but yeah, we got married back in May, which, so I guess we lived together a year, a little over a year and a half. Okay. What was your relationship history before each other? Uh, I'd uh, been engaged twice, never married. Really? Um, yep. Wait, I need to hear all about this. <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> One was when I was much younger, like uh, 19 to 21 or so, and that was that was heavily drug influenced. Um, okay. The proposal was the whole relationship. Uh, what and kind of drugs? All, all of them. I mean, oh, okay. nothing, nothing bad. Like we weren't like. Uh, she was an artist and she went to art school and so they were everybody was doing hallucinogens and then yeah. sometimes coke and stuff all the time and it was the first real place I'd lived outside of home after I lived in Colorado for like six months and then lived, moved back to Portland and lived there and it was just parties all the time it was fun and stuff, but that's, I was way too young to get so married. So the proposal was a hallucination. It might have been. Yeah. Might have been. Yeah. Like was um, there a ring? There a ring of mushrooms was a ring. <laughs> there was a ring that swiftly got lost. That very quickly got lost in, in some okay. other probably party or was something. Was expensive ring? No, I didn't have money. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> and then the other ones. Then I was single for uh, probably that many years or more. And then I met this other woman, and we were together maybe four years, okay. a little under four years, I think. Uh, and it was a whole different set of 
problems, metal problems, but yeah, we got engaged, but then the relationship just quickly crumbled and, and we broke up before. Was there a ring in that one? There, yeah, yes, there was a ring with that one, um, but again, not expensive or anything. It was just so. Has it always like been your goal to get married, and you were just kind of? I don't know. I don't know. Had a box of rings. I think I don't know because uh, I think the the first one I think it was just like oh that's what you do after a couple of years even though we're. 20 uh the well, second one I mean, yeah. oh, and but then the second one also i think was kind of that too of like oh i'm getting older and we've been together a while so i yeah. guess the next thing we do is get what married was it, mid-20s uh like 26 yeah 27 yeah. yeah okay and then what about you mm. what about you <laughs> never engaged prior to this um, I always had long-term relationships, um, and then before Jordan, there was a slew of like on, oh, a slew of like online dating adventures. A slew, you a said. Slew. <laughs> Describe <laughs> the slew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, n- nothing. Fun, yeah. City. So how long after? Not long term. Second right. engagement. Like six months or so. Six months probably would have been like a couple of those, and then just. Fine. Nice, yeah, yeah. I met her probably six or eight months after the second engagement broke up. Oh wow! Up. Okay. okay. And uh, and wasn't really expecting. I mean, that was the thing. We was doing like online stuff and wasn't expecting. We just happened to go on a date, but then hit it off and yeah. worked out. So, question for you, and I I really don't subscribe to any dating rules or red flag things there's definitely times in my life where I probably should have noticed some red flags but I was like those are cute quirks but um uh but I I would think right that dating someone who had been engaged two times before would be one of those things that like friends might be like um serious like was that ever like a thing that made you be like that's interesting I'm not judging it at all I'm just saying oh yeah no no okay yeah you know I think so I mean I was always I think it was more so like, if it got to that point with us, then knowing that I was not going to be... Like, he had been engaged before. So, like... Yeah. I wasn't the first one. So, yeah, it's a little weird to even... Yeah, to even just talking to friends about that. It, yeah, it's definitely a strange thing. It's like, okay, so this is, like, a pattern of something that he does. Yeah, I hope... I wasn't but saying I, it was. No, 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 I not at all. Uh, it, I mean, it is weird in that way. <laughs> uh, for sure. <laughs> But but this like Addicted one I broke. Two engagements. <laughs> it's a new movie. I did break the pattern this yeah. time. You yeah. Know, I was yeah. Able to, which is yeah. weird to be like I got married and broke that pattern. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was different? Oh, go ahead. You yeah. asked. No, no, no. You're the, no, you got a question. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, but did you feel like? What if you got into it? What if you and I, like, we were engaged? Yeah. Obviously. That did happen, yes. That happened. (laughs) No, but then what if you wanted to break it off, but you're like, it can't be three times, so I'm just going to have to go through with it. Oh, no, no. I would have been like, I guess I'm the always just engaged guy. Like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't go through with it. Always engaged, never the groom. Yeah. There's a three... Was it someone on our show that was telling us this, or was it an article, that there's a, a theory about three loves... Was that on the podcast? I think I've heard something about that. I don't know. I, I don't think it was on the podcast. I, maybe it was Oprah. It was, and I, whoever, it wasn't me that made the song. You up. had dinner with Oprah? No. I did. I had dinner with Oprah. Yeah. Me and Opes. Uh, I like to call it Opes. No, but I, I've had this theory, and then someone else said it that they had read about it. And I was like, yes, that like, 
often you have three loves, and I forget what it is, what the, I'm gonna fuck it up, but like, the first person is like your adolescent love, the one that kind of like introduces you to the concept of. Yeah. The second one, something along the lines of it's like, the dysfunctional, kind of getting out all the like, garbage, you know, the Becoming, worst. Becoming, yeah. Yeah, like the worst, uh, it's like the, the, the gar- like the, the shitty relationship one, mm-hmm. right? Not, that's a really, there's a better way they say it. Yeah. And then the third one is like the one that sticks. Or when you finally like decide somebody you want to like stay with or something. Yeah, like, like you've gone through all. I, I truly, what a horrible description I've done. I will find the, the correct. For more information, Google this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Google something about three loves. Yeah. But Google three I loves. I remember hearing about that, but it, it was, I think the second one was like uh, when you define what you want for a relationship. Like the first one, you're just in love, and then the second one, you're like, what kind of relationship do I fit into? And so you yeah. might you might think you're one thing and then be with somebody and then realize like oh this is not the relationship I thought I was gonna have <laughs> and so it helps you figure it out but yeah I've totally uh, heard of that I guess I got it all out of the way quick and uh, <laughs> I feel like I got a lot of them yeah. out of the way because <laughs> I like I used to fall in love with like one night or two yeah. and be like oh love of my life there we go I'm gonna marry that person really and then be like uh, no I'm not <laughs> like neither of us like each other and then like go over and over in that. Well, I feel like you lust after somebody, and that lust after that person feels like love. You have no yeah. idea, mm-hmm. and then you have like the people where one of you likes the other more than the other. I've had a lot of those, and it's always switched. I had a couple of those in middle school. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, middle school <laughs> wrecked me. <laughs> Same here. Same here. Where you're like, I, but I love you. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, how I have do to get I to physically math. hold somebody without? Touch it down. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I've always sort of had a problem looking for this online while I'm talking. I've always sort of had a problem (laughs) with trying to define love. I remember spending a lot of time as like a teenager and like in my 20s being like, but what is love? Like, what is the one? And when I go back and think about, like, I was definitely, I had three serious relationships, this one included, so that there was love. I I guess three times there. But then I did have some, like, weird moments with people, some of which, like, there was never even dating involved, where I'm like, it felt like just because like, there was something there and mm. I like to call it love I mean I feel like I had we've talked about this before like even there's been people we had like a one night stand with that because they were a friend and the sex was really connected there was like a love exchanged so that's why the concept yeah. of love it goes beyond just like you just know when you love someone it's like oh, I think I've loved I felt something yeah but yeah. there's something different here like, and there's people you have sex with where you find out you love each other as friends and you're like, oh, yeah. Ooh. And then you're like, you see, like, it comes up that you've had sex, and you're like, fuck, I forgot we had sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot. That was like eight years ago. Who knew? Well, <laughs> the other thing, too, is I think, like, love is when, when you're actually going to be with somebody, love is like the first step, but then, like, yeah. maintaining a relationship and stuff takes a lot more than just, like, oh, we just love each other. Right. Like, you have to, like, okay, we do love each other. Now we have to build on that and, like, care about each yeah. other in a 
completely different way and put the other person, you know, think about the other person just as much as you think about yourself because it's the two of you now. And especially when we're, when we're doing traveling around and stuff. It's Hell like, yeah, yeah we talk to us about that. Well, so you get married and then when, so, okay, yeah, just explain it. I feel like you want to start? Also, based on what you said, it's kind of like creatives. Like, when creatives have jobs, and it's like, but I'm good at this. And it's like, yeah, that's like 2% of yeah. success. Yeah. I'm funny. Okay, now go be funny all right. the time, every night of the week, and work on it really hard. And then yeah. also be in these right meetings at the right yeah. times. It's like, yeah, it's so much. It's less like love. It's like, just because you love them doesn't mean it's gung-ho all the way forward yeah, you gotta yeah, yeah. do a lot of different shit well for us it's gung-ho all the way forward sure like yeah, we have, you guys are just we're blind. we've never had to work yeah no I mean in our relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just kidding <laughs> we have some very intense disagreements <laughs> here's the thing I mean we have disagreements too but yeah. I think I heard somebody say this and I and it at least makes me feel better about any time we argue is that uh, they're like the people whose relationship don't work argue about the same thing all the time mm. and people whose relationships yes. do work yeah. argue about different things yeah yes and uh yeah. oh my god i love that. wait I, who came up with that i totally forget where i heard it but yeah. i just heard it oh, but it like because so we'll argue but it's all it's something new every time yeah. and <laughs> same well, or maybe we're just high but no. yeah, but, <laughs> like i feel I think, like it's new yeah i think what that means is because you're growing yeah so as you're growing as individuals and as a couple there's going to be new challenges that come up i mean I mean, well, what's weird, though, is if you really, like we were talking about this the other night when we had a disagreement, and when you really break it down, the root of most arguments or disagreements in a relationship are is miscommunication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really, so you kind of technically are arguing about the same thing over and yes. over again, because for me... I can, like, keep trying different ways of explaining something, but Will will never live in my head. Yeah. For all I know, yeah. Yeah. Will sees everybody as... Uh, cartoons. Like, I don't know. Like I've I mean, never. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I'm just saying that will never be in your head. Yeah. But you're right, though, because the things that we disagree on, they end up always being challenges. That even though like the arguments can be painful and shameful and embarrassing, and like, oh fuck, you called me on that again. They always like lead to something else yeah. because there was growth from. That disagreement? Yeah. Does that make sense? And, and also you... deciding, like, what is what, like, there might be little things like wet towels left somewhere or something that are like, <laughs> okay, can I just let this go? Who like, if the wet towels? Uh, probably I do. Do yeah, I? Yeah, I'm sure it would be you. <laughs> That's stemming from a bigger, like, a built up of, like, every day you're leaving shit around and I'm always cleaning up and I don't say anything, don't say anything, don't say anything. And yeah. finally I'm yeah. like, just pick up the <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but I was going to say, like, there are some things uh, she never finishes. She'll always leave uh, this much liquid in any cup or bottle. Yeah. yeah. And I, at this point, I've just I've just accepted it. Because yeah. I go, what's it, what's it worth? Uh, like, I'd rather just accept that than have an argument. Like, or yeah. that bother you so much. <sighs> I get it. Okay. No, I get it, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll have a drink, like a drink that can go back in the like a seltzer or a juice that is only half drank and if it were to go back in the fridge that would be great because then you can finish it later yeah. but instead he chooses to leave it out and go to bed <laughs> and now no one can have it because it's gone bad but but I'll right. still drink it so that's where it's different and then you're paranoid like, that you have food poisoning all day not because it's seltzer 
Any, anything left out beyond <laughs> seltzer but, is bad. But I have, I know what you mean because, like, a big thing that we've talked about in the podcast a lot is Will's habit of leaving out change and receipts. Yeah. And I used, to, yeah, right? She falls out of mind. Yeah. 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 You don't know what's coming out. Well, and I mean, so I used to, I used to get mad about it and beg him to, to change, no pun intended, change. And then he wouldn't because it's like, well, that's not my job to change. You know what I mean? It's, that If he lived alone, he wouldn't give a fuck about yeah. the receipts, right? That's yeah. also, as somebody who also has change, it's like, I, I would I don't even know how that gets there myself. Yeah, me either. Like, right? That is not an active thing that is happening. And then phase two of that issue was me collecting the change and throwing away the receipts and making a great big show. Like, just want to inform you once yeah. again. Look at the pile of change. I wanted credit. Yeah. Because you want to feel, you know, appreciated, right? Now, new thing, as I said to my girl, I got a, a change jar. Any change I find goes in there, and if I feel like taking it to the bank and cashing it in, it's mine. And there's now a basket in the kitchen. Any receipt I find goes in that basket. If you're looking for a receipt, it's in there. And if you can't find it, that's not my problem because you should have, like, <laughs> like, and that's it. Yeah. And it's over with because he doesn't have a problem with receipts everywhere I do. So there's no reason for him to thank me for it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I'm not helping him out. Yeah. I'm yeah. the one <laughs> not that doesn't like it. I don't understand it. Yeah. It makes me so angry. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I don't see any of it, though, so that's fine, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 You're just leaving a trail behind. Yeah. I do. Just behind breadcrumbs. No, sometimes, sometimes I totally too. just end up with, like, I'm like, why, why do I have all the, like, five receipts? It what did really I even yeah, get today? And, and I think it's because the, all of those times when they, like, you just don't even think and you just take the receipt yeah. and you put it in your pocket and they don't ask do you want a receipt or anything and I just I'm my probably high and not remembering and just fucking putting it in my pocket same here but the receipts it's like if you're gonna offer it to me if if there is a receipt and you're like do you want the receipt I'm like absolutely because I don't know what you're gonna do with the receipt the person behind the, I'm untrustworthy you're, you're paranoid about them uh, yeah I'm like well what are you gonna do with it of course give me my receipt yeah. like I'm not even gonna print it off right uh, yeah that's like an ATM I print no receipt because I'm like I don't want to have this transaction yeah yeah but if there is a receipt I want the copy of the receipt well I feel terrible because Will the one of the compromises we made a year ago was Will's like I will get rid of receipts if I have a shredder because yeah. he's very paranoid so we bought a shredder <laughs> So we bought a shredder. We're out to get us. Okay. Yeah. We're getting to the real root. Is paranoia. Yeah. That is. Oh, he is. I, I, I've never felt more chill, and I can be pretty anxious about certain yeah. things. And to watch him unravel over paranoia about like who's following us, who's out to get us, <laughs> it is. Thank God we're both not like this because it right? is a hoot. I punched a teen because I thought they were gonna do something to us. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell her before. Yeah. We were together. You know the Cantab Lounge? Yeah. We were leaving there like one in the morning and we walked across Mass Ave and uh, and we walked past these teens and one was on a bike and they asked me for a paper and I said I didn't have any and then I just kind of out of the corner of my eye. Paper like rolling paper? Yeah, yeah. I was rolling a cigarette at the time. I was like, oh, okay, papers, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh... I felt him come up behind us on his bike. Like, he was just doing circles, and then he, like, came up behind us on his bike, and so I just split second turned around and just, like, punched him in the chest (gasps) off of his bike. Because I was like, I don't want to find out what he's going to do. Like, yeah. he's obviously coming up Did to... Did he call the cops? 
no, he got up and started yelling at his friends. were like, oh, shit, he got you. And, like, yeah. they were kind of, yeah. And I was just turning around. I was like, just get in the car. Just get in the yeah. car. Oh, my God. Let's I would go. have been so mad. Were you so mad? I was furious. Yeah, she was. I don't know what they had. I mean, yeah, they were probably just little punks. But, like, who knows? But I that's mean, how I felt in that split second of, yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. If I at least have surprise on them, I have the upper hand in that way. Have you ever felt violent towards someone in my honor? Always. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen you. Well, if just know if things ever come to it, I'll use it's my it's Chicago brewing. upbringing, but I, I don't have to, so it's great. I think it should be like that. Should be a last resort. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm a very Buddhist heavy guy, so it's, it's it is and my probably, last resort. I, mean, I, I, I definitely grew up shelter, but you growing up in the city, you, you have a good barometer of when shit's gonna go down. Oh, always, and, yeah, and stuff like that. And, and I, tr- I get mad too. I'm like. We have to go, like that oh, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I'm like, I just know, I just, yeah. I can feel it. We have to go, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, but I think, I don't know. It, who knows if anything would have happened? But I just made a split second decision. And, I get it. And I, as far as that kid too, like, don't go buzzing people at one in the morning on your bike. Like, you're, you're bound to get hit sometime if you do that. That's yeah. my thing too. There's hours to be crazy, and like, if you are like out of pocket, like during the yeah. day, daylight hours. You can be a little weird. Yeah. But at night, it's like, if you're weird, I've got to clock that and be like, all right, I'm going to fuck you up if I have to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We were in an alley. We were, like, walking down an alley to Well, that's your fault. What are you guys wearing? (laughs) What are you guys wearing? I had a short skirt on. Come on. You were asking for it. No. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I found the article. Oh, yeah? Do oh, about wanna, the three kind of yeah, loves? Yeah, so it's, it's from Third Eye Thoughts is the Instagram account. Oh, cool. Sarah Joe said this to me. The first love happens when you're young, sometimes as young as the time you were in high school. This love fulfills the dream of our youth and fulfills our idealistic belief of what we expect love to look like, like fairy tales. Yeah. Okay. Um, then you go to college. Then the yeah. second love <laughs> is the hard love. This is the love. See how my explanation was fucked up. This is the love that teaches us lessons about ourselves and what we need to feel loved in any relationship. This love brings with it great pain, the pain of loss, deceit, and lies. Yeah, that's probably the girl that got uh, me punched in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> During this love, we believe we are doing things differently, but we are not. We tend to hold on to this relationship because it's different than the last one. However, this is the one where we will really grow grow and find out what we need in our next relationship and then it's usually an unhealthy relationship and unbalanced and then the third one the last love is the love that comes out of left field yeah true this is the love that surprises us and destroys any ideas of what we believed our love should look like yes this love is easy and we wonder how it is possible that love could be this simple and has no complications it is the love that sweeps us off our feet because we're not looking for a relationship so true this is the love where everything feels as though it's falling perfectly into place it's uncomplicated and not filled with expectations perfection is not something we feel pressure to achieve we find ourselves perfectly content in our lives and in our relationships um I agree with most of that. I don't know about just easy, but yeah, uh, well, but I think easy-ish, yeah. easy-ish probably. But that but. is kind of like we were both. It was both out of left field. Um, yeah, and uh, I forget what some of those other ones were. I know either too, but it sounded right. Yeah, where it yeah. doesn't look. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, <laughs> what if the we second just one being really that, hard. We're like, Oh, no, we're the uh, first one. Yeah. I mean, look, these are all just, like, this is somebody writing an article. I've also heard, I think, in that article, maybe later on, they talk about how, like, either they or somebody else they knew, like, 
some people it's the same person for all yeah, of those but yeah. you grow as people together and it happens to work that yeah. way and those are the people that have been together since like high school and stuff and yeah I mean theory I've ever read about relationships, this one included, it's fun because it puts into words maybe something you felt, yeah. but none of it is law. Yeah. And it's also who knows, what, you know, what's your relationship history that caused you to write that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. I just Somebody who's only done with three people. It doesn't have an author. It's just third eye thoughts. <laughs> um, wait, okay. Maybe you guys live in a trailer. A bus. A bus. A bus. A bus. An old bus. school bus. Let's talk about it. Yes. I need to all about it. Uh, I know it well. No. <laughs> how, did this, how did this all come about? So, we are we are already living in a tiny studio in uh, Cambridge in okay. Central Square, about this size, and then a kitchen off of it. Okay, so um, it's the size of our living room in yeah. a tiny kitchen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, it was like the whole place. That's a huge yeah, studio. Yeah, kitchen off it, and the bathroom off the kitchen. Oh, nice. And the the ceilings were a little taller, so we had a loft bed. Yeah. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah. So we had a loft bed, and then like a little living room underneath it. And uh, but we're living there, so we're already like we can live in a small space and then we started looking at tiny homes yeah we just started um i feel like they've become a lot more popular over the last couple of years but we just started like looking at them and thinking that they were cool and like seeing them on instagram and stuff like that and then we discovered i think through like, instagram living, yeah through instagram just people living in buses and vans and we're like oh that'd be kind of cool like we don't really have any commitments here. Yeah. Um, we knew why for, not travel? Yeah. Like you can do your work on the road. I can work from wherever. So it kind of just evolved into that. And so then was we this even, was this before we got engaged? I think yeah. Cause he, I think yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We started look or we getting into that before we got engaged. And then so we got engaged in on your birthday in September. Then in April, I don't know if this bought was... Bought the bus in April. Bought the bus in April. So a year ago, next month, we bought bus the bus. not renovated. It had all but uh, one row of seats torn mm-hmm. out already, so that was a big help, but that was it. We had to tear the rest of the seats out, tear out the floors and everything yeah. like that. We got the whole thing. Yeah. But it belonged to a kid who had just graduated college. And Shout out Eli like, Norris. Yeah. Eli Norris. What was um, he doing with it? Well, he... He wanted our dream, and, yeah, and his parents were like, you got to pay for college now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eli. Yeah, he was really sweet. He was in a band, so he was like using it as like a party bus. Slash, I think he like, went to Amherst, and he and he was oh, just okay. pretty cool. from Duxbury, and yeah. he would just drive back and maybe forth. Maybe you can, um, maybe one day you'll gift it back to yeah, him. Or something. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does follow us on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, which I wonder if every day he's like, oh, I wanted to be me. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, supposed to be me. <laughs> but yeah, so we bought it in April, started gutting it, uh, then... No, I think that we bought it and then drove it up to, to Maine. Maine. Did a little drove work here and there on weekends. A little bit, but not a ton. Uh, then got married in May. Mm-hmm. On bus? Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> in, in Cambridge. Very small. Uh, nice. We actually got married the place where we had our first date, which yeah. is, uh, I don't know Secret how well you still know Boston. I do. pretty good. Across from Mead Hall, but right by the Hyatt, there's a uh, garden on the top of a parking garage there. Okay. That's Mead a public Hall. park. You wouldn't know it was there. The Hyatt on Memorial Drive? Uh, no, the Hyatt on Cambridge Street. In Kendall. Okay. Yeah, in Kendall, okay. Right in Kendall, Kendall Square. Square. 
So yeah, so it's literally on per on top of a parking garage. So you wouldn't know it was there necessarily. That's it's awesome. a gar- public garden? Yeah. It's a public garden. Um and there's like I think is there a Google there's like a bunch of like techie kind yeah, of. Yeah, Google and a couple there. other have it mm-hmm. on the other side and then the Hyatt is on yeah. this side. And so we knew like for our first date we knew that we wanted to do a picnic. So Jordan was like, pick the place and I'll bring the food. Um, so I just found this place. That's awesome. And then yeah. uh, we were able to, it was all public parks in Boston. Turns out you just have to get like, I don't even think it costs anything. You just have to let them know you're going to do yeah. an event. And they, they give you a permit, but I don't think it costs anything. Did it? Oh, that's it fucking sweet. Yeah. And Jordan like made, um, I mean, it was very, we didn't have chairs or anything. It was just standing only and it was pretty small. And Jordan made a pine Birch, the birch. birch. Oh yeah, what are those uh, called? That like what is it? a trestle? An altar, yeah, kind of. But this kind is of an arch, but not an arch behind us. Altar, right? Yeah. I guess kind that'd of. be an altar. That yeah. sounds religious to me. But yeah. yeah. How, many, how many people are in the wedding? Yeah. Um, in the wedding? Or no, at it. Oh, at a hundred or so, okay. hundred and twenty so maybe. It wasn't that small. Any of the party at the park too? No, then we went down the street to uh, Loyal Nine over on uh, it's Broadway. A cool restaurant. It yeah. opened like three-ish years ago okay. um, really amazing food they have a whole outdoor area and we got um, the DJs from Soul Night at the Middle East yeah. oh nice DJ oh, party. I always wanted that was I went to Middle East once in okay. all my years of but I never really lived there as an adult yeah so I think I've even been to Middle East. Okay. We've probably been to Sam Mike or something. Right? Yeah, go check out the open mic or something yeah, oh, like that. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. And there used to be a show that uh, Ryan oh. Donahue did a show there. Oh, okay. I, you know, and I'm yeah. just getting Middle East confused with um, Middlesex. Oh, oh Middlesex yeah. Lounge. That was yeah, the yeah, dance yeah. party. Yeah, no, I went to Middle East a few times. Yeah. Wait, so, okay, what I think is so cool about the bus thing, so I want to ask you more about it, yeah. is that you both agreed on it. Because I do think... Well, first of all, like, agreeing on, like, apartments and houses and all that yeah. stuff and where to live could sometimes be a challenge. But then to both be like, yeah, I'm down. Like, that's that's such a great sign that you're in a pretty well-matched relationship. And yeah. that's the thing. I don't even think we either of us could remember a day when we said, like, okay, we're doing this. It just kind of, like, we started looking, yeah. and then we're like, oh, these are cool. Oh, what if we did this? That would be cool. And then, like, before we knew it, we were like, hey, we found a bus for cheap. Do you, you know, are we yeah. going to go and in and get it? it? That's awesome. At first, we were thinking... What's in the bus? Yeah, wait, sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say we were looking for a van at first. Yeah, the sprinter van. Potentially even smaller. Um, but then, yeah, we saw the bus on Craigslist, so just we were like, let's just go for it. We were just like wanted to start. Yeah. Is the bed yeah. in the bathroom? Or what's in there? Uh, no, we have, uh, you can check it out on our Instagram page too. It's uh, yeah. wanderbus underscore and underscore Wa- us. Like wander, W-A-N. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it has a uh, stove, sink, fridge, bed, and uh, bathroom that's uh, like a waterproof um, little room with a composting toilet in it. That's oh awesome. Oh, my God. Um, What's a composting toilet? We have a shower set up. Um, composting toilet is self-contained. So most RVs will have, like, a gray water <laughs> tank underneath um, where... Everything the sink just, waste and the all the waste yeah. goes into, but this is a more environmentally friendly way. Of basically, you're carting around your shit in a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's like it has uh, um, it has two tanks it and uh, gross. it does not smell at all. Yeah, very small space doesn't smell at all. So we 
So in the back part where the solids go, um, yeah. we have... What do you mean? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Explain further. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, um, we mix like a, co- a coconut pulp that we put in there. Yeah, the, um, uh, the the toilet company came with it. They have sell these blocks of like this dried coconut pulp and yeah. you break it up, put it in there, add a little water to it and it expands. Oh, wow. And it pretty much just like absorbs the shit, breaks it down mm-hmm. and, and because it, I don't know, exactly why coconut pulp is the best but it just sucks up all of the smell and everything that's and then awesome there's a little tank in the front with like two little holes where all the liquid goes and that you just pull out and you can just dump it on a porta potty or something and who built all this stuff <laughs> that's what I do yeah. who built the bus I did you did Thanks. we did yeah. but mostly Jordan how did yeah. you know how to do all that it was, oh it was a lot of learning on the spot I mean I grew up on a farm uh, grew up like we built our house around us growing up. My my two uncles are carpenters and stuff, so I had some experience with how I knew how to use all the tools and everything. And then it was just started coming up with a, a design for it and being like, okay, now if I'm gonna build the bed right here, how am I gonna do it? And drawing it out on paper and stuff, and then eventually just go. And there was a lot of learning on the way too, but it was, uh, yeah, I, did, I didn't go into it being like, I know exactly how to do this. Like everything was like, as we go, we learn how to do this. As we go, we like learn how to make a countertop and then cut the holes in it and stuff. And we had wow. help from my family and from her family um, here and there. But she had started her new job. We moved up to Maine to build it to my parents' farm. So she was working five days a week, and I just spent you know six, five, six days a week working on the bus. Yeah. And so. What is it like, well, I guess because you lived in a small space before, so it wasn't that different, but like, so I know for us, I've said this many times on the podcast, like our New York apartment was, it was fine. it was pretty good for a New York apartment, but I like a little bit more space, definitely like outdoor space. Yeah. And if we ever needed some alone time, I would usually go on the fire escape or the roof. Like I had to, it wasn't that easy. So what do you do with a bus? Do you like pull over and go, I'm going to go hang out at McDonald's for like an hour? <laughs> yeah. Or like, where's your alone time? Yeah. I there mean, has been a little of that, but. There's been a couple things with like that, but I mean, for the most part, you know, I, sometimes I'll work from cafes. A lot of times I'll work from the bus or if we're staying with friends, I'll work there. So like, I like to change up the scenery. I'll just, Jordan will drop me off at a cafe and I'll be there for the day. And then Jordan will do during the day, he does a lot of bike couriering and like deliveries and oh, stuff nice. like that. So he'll be out and about. So it's not like we're on top of each other all the time. Yeah. And, the and other, like when we're saying at campsites and stuff too, that's like, you kind of set up half outside anyway. You have yeah. your picnic tables and stuff yeah. and it's like the outdoors are just as much your place as uh, the inside of the bus. So yeah. how long have you been on the road? Six, six months yesterday. Yeah, six oh, months wow. yesterday. Did you have a plan yeah. for how long? We said a year. Uh, because of the um, the registration and on the bus and stuff, it might be slightly less than a year unless we go all the way back to Massachusetts or get it re-registered somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, get it re-registered. Um, but we have to do some work on it for it to pass an inspection again. But we said a year. Uh, we're going to continue up the West Coast from here, and then we want to go back in and see, like, the interior of the country. that We just stayed south for the whole winter, yeah. so we weren't in cold areas. So we want to go to, like, Wyoming, Montana, mm-hmm. Utah, Colorado. And did you put stuff in storage, or did you just minimize? We got rid of a ton of stuff, and then we have some things at his parents' house, some at mine. But, like, we were just saying the other day, we don't even know what's there. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, at this like point, I funny. can't remember. Don't even. Obviously, we're not missing it. Yeah, you know? it's been so, six months, and you don't yeah, care. Yeah. I, need it. I mean, it's not the same thing, but we moved to LA kind of quickly, and so for a couple weeks, we had this place that we're living in. But with just our one suitcase each. Oh yeah, and it felt our nice, bed. didn't it? Yeah, yeah it felt it great. Did, it did the only thing nice. I missed is like my clothes and sneakers. I realized. Yeah, because we we just realized how I, chilly yeah. was getting here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I always bikinis. Um, and it was and like, I, had, I had to go to Denver, and then in the meantime, I was very underprepared for oh, Denver. Oh yeah. 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 So, but but I, you know, I think we were talking about the, we were this last time, like. Um, because I've moved, I've moved a lot to different apartments between New York and Boston, LA, whatever. And the more you move, the less attached you get to stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't like having a lot of things. Like I really, I like some of my clothes, but even that, I'm like whatever. But that's honestly where most of my interest goes in is like buying vintage pieces. Like that's like my fun hobby. Yeah. But all my other stuff, I'm like I don't care. Yeah, I uh, I've definitely found like as we've been doing this one also outfits too like really getting like I think I have four pairs of pants yeah. and maybe like uh, five or seven t-shirts and a few longs but you just like figure out like okay all of these look and work good together Yeah. and I'm traveling all the time so I don't look like a weird person who wears the same clothes all right. the time because I see different people every day <laughs> um, but I've gotten used to it and, and it's kind of nice where I used to have a lot of clothes I, I think that's probably the, mo- the thing I had most of was clothes Clothes. Uh, and so did I. I feel like I still could. I still have too much. Probably. Yeah, but you probably heard done. You don't even know what they up. are now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even like in the back of the bus, we have like a storage. Like we have some clothes in there. Like, like winter stuff that we don't need. Yeah. yeah. Like we just end up wearing the same stuff a lot. That's kind of cool. It's it's nice to have a uniform. It is very much like <laughs> uniform. Yeah. And everything I have, I feel comfortable going on stage with. Yeah. So they're all like it's kind of like setting a uh, a brand for me. Like oh, he's the guy who looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still in the process of figuring out my uniform. That's why I missed certain clothes upon the Oh, movie. yeah, because you're like, I'm like, you I don't, don't know who I am. I got to figure it out. t shirt addiction, though. Yeah, I, that's my part of my uniform, is definitely t shirts. White t shirts and black t shirts. Stuff yeah. right here, like the, uh, it's got something near the pocket. I feel like my uniform is changing right now because in New York, I would often dress for convenience. Yeah. Because there would be days where I would leave the house at like 8 a.m. and not be home till 1 a.m. And, and you need to have work stuff and then comedy yeah, stuff. Yeah, so it would same. just be like, I guess it's sneakers every day, and yeah. like also just being like on the subway. I was, I don't know, it's just like I wouldn't want to wear nicer things. Whereas now that I'm like driving most places and I can like drive home to change, I'm like having more fun with clothes again. Yeah, this has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> it shows our attachment. Yeah, and uh, you guys. Detachment, which is great. Yeah. It's from like material possessions. Which would you would you recommend other couples do what you did? Do you think it's been like an interesting make or break bonding kinda Um Maybe a little bit, but I I, Yeah, I mean you need to it needs to be right for you. Obviously not everybody could do this. I know people who like can't go camping. Like they're they're just like I've legit never gone camping, never but I'm camping? only I've only lived in cities. I've just we, never uh, been we an option. We should go camping. We should go to like Santa Barbara or something. Go up to Joshua Tree. Yeah, yeah Joshua Tree. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. But I, I, I truly don't. I don't well, understand. They do vintage, uh, vintage little trailers. Glamour, yes. Yeah. I want to do glamping. Yeah. What's that? Glamorous camping. 
Oh, really? There's okay. like cool trailers. Yeah. Yeah. With like everything. Like the yeah, like all yeah. the airstreams and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I mean it has probably a little bathroom and yeah. uh, maybe some water or something, or you have to bring your own water. But it's a bed, and you don't have to set up a tent or anything. Kind of like well, what we did cool. in uh, Mexico. Yeah, I loved Mexico. We had a we were in some Mayan village. Like oh, yeah. it was, it's not even a tourist place. It was like very off the path. But I will say we were a little spoiled because we were filming a TV shows, so they oh, handled so yeah, like, all. Yeah, yeah. But, but it was still, but we were list, but so they handled the logistics. But we were put in a they had a little well, hut with security. like screens. Yeah, yeah we had security. Little, so like, if, so if it was really a, cool. yeah. we weren't roughing it. Yeah, it, it only it was we only not roughing it because we uh, I knew we wouldn't get killed, and I knew, well not that it was a dangerous place, but you just don't know. It yeah, was a new know. country, and it was like. You know, we were, there's nobody around really, so it's like, all right, could this be dangerous? I have no idea. It's funny, we've, uh, we haven't gone to any other countries yet because we have a dog with us too. Yeah, our dog is joining us. Uh, she had no choice. Um, (laughs) that was one weird thing of like, just there's no way to tell her to prepare her (laughs) for like, you know, your life is going to be completely different tomorrow. She didn't know. Uh, but we, everywhere we've gone, so we started in Maine, went all the way down to Key West, and then back up Florida, um, through the south in Texas for a while, then New Mexico, Arizona, San Diego, up here. Sweet. And so many places we've gone, people are like, where are you going next? And you're like, oh, you know, I have a show in El Paso. And they're like, ooh, it's, you know, be careful there. Yeah. And then you get there, and then you just meet great people and have a nice time, and it's not, and then you go, where are you going next? And they're like, Albuquerque. And they're like, ooh, be careful there. <laughs> and you're like, you, people were saying that about you guys. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that, I think we found that everywhere. And, and I, I mean, I get super paranoid, though. Yeah. But, but that's, that's just, just like in general. general. Yeah. No, but we're living in a bus, so you're more vulnerable there. Yeah. yeah. And I listen to all these, like, true crime podcasts. She and should cut like back that. a little. And he'll be out at night, so I'm, like, in the bus alone. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll, like, well, you're just setting yourself up for disaster. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. So, and, like, so we've had times where we've slept. Well, we slept at the rest stop one time. We've only, we've like, a few times when we've been going on Need to get travel. from here to over there. Yeah. In eight hours, we'll just drive yeah, yeah, and stop. Um, we'll sleep at a rest stop, and we literally woke up to gunshots. Really? Like, uh, in the distance. Yeah, yeah. Close. It was in Orlando, and it was oh, oh, like boy. you could tell it was. We were in the rest stop, and then there was like a wall for the freeway, and then a neighborhood, and it was yeah. right in that neighborhood on yeah. the other side of the wall. But that's where it was great because then we were like out of here, yep. and we just right. boom was got like, up and. <laughs> yeah, I guess the perk is that your escape vehicle is yeah. where you live. Yeah, we're re- I literally yeah. just hopped out of the bed and walked up to this driver's seat and right. just took off. Yeah. And of all the states, that's kind of where that's expected. Yeah, that yeah. was, we found, that was, Virginia Beach didn't care for, and okay. the entire middle of Florida. I loved yeah. Miami, Key West, and I loved St. Augustine, and I, I hadn't been to yet still, but I heard Jacksonville <laughs> is really cool. But I've been to Jacksonville, I like Jacksonville, yeah. Everything south of St. Augustine and north of Miami, it was, just didn't care for. No offense to our Florida listeners. Yes, Florida. <laughs> but you guys are aware of the news. Yeah. You know who you are. (laughs) And Um, the character of Florida Man. What would you say the biggest challenge has been in living on a bus together? Um, In a relationship or just in general? I guess both. Yeah. For me, I think... Look into my eyes. (laughs) Shower slash 
sink situation. Oh, yeah. On the bus? Yeah. yeah. Modern convenience. Yeah, yeah. Shower. that modern convenience. So we actually, we ended up joining a Planet Fit. We got like a countrywide Planet Fitness. Such a good move. Membership. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like 20 bucks a month. I have yet to work out there. I don't know if I ever will. I'm not a gym person, but I'll go in there to shower because our shower situation is like... We have one, if we have, yeah, we have water tanks that work off of uh, a hand pump for the sink. Oh, okay. We have a water pump that we can hook up, but it needs uh, water. We've hooked up, we have a portable uh, hot water heater that we've hooked up to outside water sources and hung, and we actually have like a little shower tent we can set up outside. We did that in Arkansas, and uh, and that works pretty well, but like you kind of, we're in uh, a national park campground, so you're a little more secluded and stuff. Mm -hmm. You can't do that if you're just like on the street somewhere. Um, so with because of that, showers have been. So the yeah, so the that for me has been the biggest challenge. Just like washing dishes, because it's literally a pump sink. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, like, yeah. That is just a pain in the ass. And then relationship wise, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I think like the what? things we were saying before, just like especially when you're in such a tiny space, little like pet peeves that you might have yeah. just deciding what you're actually upset about and what you're going to let go and uh, figuring that out um, but I'm sure then you like everybody says don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff but I'm sure you have a better bus. understanding of that yeah. where it's like that is not important we are in the middle don't sweat of, the small yeah. bus yeah. <laughs> well I'm sorry did you have a joke on me? Uh, I tried to move right past it yeah. sometimes it can be tough for me because even though I'm working Remotely, it is still, it's a very intense job, so I'm still working like yeah. 10 hours a day actually. Sometimes I'm just sometimes gotta, I'm like, put the laptop so down. You started at 8 this yeah, morning, so it's 8 at night, put damn. it down. Yeah. Sometimes like, you'll yeah, you don't have an option. And I'm like, all right, can you get up and like do something? So <laughs> I know. You're working and it's pissing me off. Yeah. So, just those types of things. Could we do a bus? I think we could do it for a month if we did a tour. I would do yeah. it for a month. Maybe. That is when the thing. you guys are done with your bus. <laughs> you guys want to take over? Maybe. You Tag should, out? That would be a cool... Nobody take this idea. I'm sure we've already thought of plenty of TV shows ideas based <laughs> off this bus. But that would be cool to, like, every month, a different comedian or comedian couple yeah. took the Two bus, yeah. bus and, like, and did shit, like, but toured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was... Or okay, just creatives in general, yeah. Maybe we edit that right. out. <laughs> and we pitch it. Yes. Um, you guys, uh, so we end every show asking our couple if there's just sort of oh, one wow. thing, uh, you know, we don't really like to call it advice, but just like a nugget of insight that you would share with anyone listening, whether they're in a relationship, single, married, divorced, whatever, just the thing that you think really helps make it work. Um... I would say taking a minute to think, like, I mean, for us, too, because of the bus thing, it's like, if I'm leaving to do messaging for the day, or, you know, um, bike messaging, I know I'm not going to be around and she's going to be alone for the day, so I'll think, is there anything I can take care of? that will help her in her work day before I take off. Sometimes it's just making coffee and breakfast. Other times it's like making sure, you know, uh, we're in a spot where she's not going to be bothered or, you know, yeah. but I definitely just, just take a minute 
to think of like, hey, is there any, especially if it's an easy thing, anything I can do for the other person? Because I think of us way more as a team, especially traveling around like this, than I maybe ever have in a relationship because it's like we only have each other in so much of these places. You don't, yeah. have, we don't have friends to go talk to or anything because we're not, we don't, you know, in DC and don't know, really know anybody or something. Uh, so yeah, it's just taking that minute to go, is there anything I can take care of before I have to go do deal with whatever it is in my life that especially if it's something easy that means a lot to them but it's so easy for you to do mm-hmm. yeah and if you just kind of take a second every day to think of something like that it definitely helps I think mm-hmm. yeah I'd say that true that's true and just being supportive of what we do I mean we I'm working you know during the day and he's out at night you know at clubs so you know, we'll oftentimes drive the bus to where the club is, and I'm like cooking out on the street. You know, <laughs> oh wow! Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm cooking I always park it job. right where if you I so sell, I can like, see it. You should sell like hot dogs or something to all the comics. I know, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just being supportive of that, and like he'll make sure that I'm in a place where I have good Wi-Fi because that's what I need to do next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things like that. And there have been times where like. Uh, like Wilmington, North Carolina, where the campground we stayed at looked on the map like you could get to downtown and stuff, but it turns out it was like uh, like five miles away, but on a four-lane highway that you couldn't even... There was no walking, there was no bike riding wow. or anything. And so those are times where... But she can't, you know, needs to be there in a stable place for the day, so I just ended up, like, doing some writing and booking and stuff, but kind of stuck at the campground so that she could be stable for the day. Yeah. And then she would come in the bus, and we'd drive it to town for the shows and just hang out on the in the bus or sometimes come into shows. But it was definitely, like... We try to be places where we can both go do stuff during the day, but there's been those times where, you know, we just had to be like, okay, for you, we have to be here right now, yeah. and, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That is awesome. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this Sounds was our fun. first podcast in L.A. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Sweet. And this is your first My ever. first ever. We've been All on right. people's first podcast, and I hope it was enjoyable. It was super fun. Nice. <laughs> really nervous. Nice. All right. Yeah, thank you for doing it. At all. Really? You she was like, it. if I go off the rails, take over. Yeah. <laughs> We're just two couples hanging out with yeah. microphones in front of our faces. You know, God forbid we have a conversation off air. I know. Oh, that would be yeah. weird and awkward. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste. We wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much. Thank, thank you guys, guys for having us. Good night. Thanks for listening. If you like the show and want to hear more, please subscribe to us on iTunes. And please rate, review, and tell your friends. Also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HWDBU Podcast and like us on Facebook. Thank you. You already said thank you. Thanks again. Hey. Good night, everybody. Stupid.